It has to be the salt and pepper or the condiments. The value that you're adding with the words coming out your mouth is the meal. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Black Line Podcast. For those of you that are watching on video, yes, I am stoked. I am wearing my Washington Nationals full attire as they, uh, they won a thriller this morning. Uh, yes, that's after midnight East Coast time to go to the uh, National League Championship Series. So all our regular listeners know Mike and I are, are huge Nationals fans, but, but bigger, bigger than the Nationals. Like, Mike, I don't know how you feel, but I, I feel like we've made it. How about you? I feel yes, like the Black Line podcast is made yes, I'm, I'm, I am, I am stoked for I'm stoked for today's discussion and guests. We, we, have, we have the video OG, GBT, George Thomas. I, I, I am so excited to have you on. Um, I, I've had the pleasure of being on, on some of your stuff before. Welcome to the Black Line Podcast. If there's anybody out there who doesn't know everything about you yet, why don't you tell our audience just a little bit about who you are and how you ended up where you are? Yeah, sure. Well, Doug and Mike, first of all, thank you because I'm super humbled. I literally am just a guy who is trying to learn as much as I can and add value into the world and just be a normal human being. So I'm humbled and and I'm glad to be here. I know we're going to have a fun time. Uh, For those of you, which there are probably many, many of you that have zero clue who I am. My name is George V. Thomas. I am an inbound evangelist for Impulse Creative and a little startup inside the agency called SprocketTalk.com where we focus on the HubSpot education, video education, sales, marketing, service, CMS, you name it. Uh, we've probably created a tutorial or an update about it. Uh, I actually stumbled into this world back in 2012, Doug, Mike, listeners, viewers. Uh, I was working for an agency. I was a web dev guy. I was like, you, a six pack of coconut pizza and a website comes out <laughs> the other side. Like that's literally who I was. And uh, our social media guy, he said, hey, there's this world's largest webinar. We're like, what the heck is that? Well, it's this company called HubSpot. Who the heck is that? We had zero clue. And uh, he's like, well, we should watch it. We're like, okay, we'll watch it. And uh, they, were, they were having this, like, they're going to give 10 free tickets for the top 5% of people who tweeted uh, during this world's largest webinar. And uh, we look over and our social media guy, his fingers are on fire. He's just going nuts on Twitter. Like, ah, 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 hashtagging, hashtagging, hashtagging. And we're just like sitting back like, yeah, this is okay. It's kind of interesting. To make a long story short, we won tickets. Social media guy stayed at home, but the owner of the agency and myself, we went to inbound 2012. We got to see Gary Vaynerchuk. We got to learn about HubSpot. We got to learn about inbound marketing. And I personally was like, wow, they're talking about being human and don't call me a customer. And it was really back in where it just felt like a movement. Uh, and I sat there in where it used to be, and I looked down while Gary Vee was speaking, I said, I want to do that. And what I meant is I wanted to be a marketer. I wanted to really understand people. I wanted to affect human beings, and I wanted to be on that stage someday. Now, I didn't know when I said I wanted to be on that keynote stage what I was asking for, but the rest has been a journey. It's been educating myself, getting HubSpot certifications meeting dope dudes like you along the way and just really trying to create this podcast and YouTube channel and now platform into something that's valuable to the HubSpot ecosystem. So, so George is a humble guy and, and he, he's not going to tell you this. So I am, we're at inbound um, in just a, just a couple months ago. And um, well, first off we're walking down the street and it's like, Hey, there, here, there's the video guy. Hey, they did short time. Um, but, but, but that, that's nothing. Right, because GBT out-trended HubSpot at inbound on Twitter for at least a meaningful period of time. Yeah. He, he, now, you know, you're not ever supposed to beat the host, George. You know that. I know. I was a little nervous, I to knew be that, honest with you. I knew that I had to bring my game today because you're on here. So uh, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you noticed, Mike. But I've got my desk in the standing position. Because I know that like we are we are gonna rock. So um, you just came out with a new course, and and and, and Lord knows, and, I, and I'll give you credit. I, I was telling somebody about you. Um, I think you'll like this. I don't think I've ever said this to you. I said, yeah. I I said, here's the word that I would use to describe George B. Thomas, um, and and that word is grinder. Mm. Uh, and 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 by the way, I coach. 
when I coached college baseball, the best thing I could say about a ball player is he's a grinder. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you were doing video before video was cool. Um, I think you were doing video before people knew what video was. Yep. Um, so, so, so you've seen it, you've taken advantage of it. You've seen the good and bad. We're going to talk about one-to-one video, or at least we're going to start by yeah. talking about one-to-one video. What is one-to-one video? Yeah. So first of all, when I think of one-to-one video, there's the marketing side and there's the sales side. And really what I want to talk about today is what feels like the unscalable side because success or victory for your business always comes when you dive into what feels like the unscalable. And that is literally creating an individual video for individual people customized to the roles, goals, and challenges that they're facing and using their name or their company or trigger moments that you know are happening around them or their business. So we're really kind of niching in to one-to-one conversations. Uh, what would be face-to-face conversations if we didn't all live in this digital world? Like if your business only did business in Indian Trail, North Carolina, or Boston, Massachusetts, this is the way that you would communicate historically. Now, the game has changed. And so that's what I'm talking about when I talk about one-to-one personalized video, Doug. Mike, ask a question because I got to find something. Well, I mean, the one thing I will ask add to uh, George is that we'll, that we'll, that we'll move on his, uh, his, his, his ability to take advantage of new challenges. Uh, George was uh, one of the first podcasts with the, uh, back in the day with the Hubcast as well. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny because you guys, it's, you're making me think historical, like the kind of journey. And, and it might be useful for the viewers to uh, realize and understand one of the superpowers that we can have, which you're going to need to have to get into this one-to-one personalized video that we're about to talk about, is being a transition specialist. So, Doug, you said uh, earlier in the clip, uh, you were video before video was cool. Well, that was because when I was at the sales line, pre-impulse creative where I'm at now, it was a thing in 2013. We're like, hey, video is going to be big. Let's go ahead and start doing video right now. Didn't know anything about video, but was ready to transition, become a transition specialist and learn about video. Um, it was also at the sales line, Mike, you just mentioned the Hubcast, where Marcus and I were sitting around and we're like, hey, we should start a podcast and it should educate HubSpot users. Okay, I don't know how to do a podcast, but let me learn how to do it. Let me be, be a transition specialist. So as you, the viewer, are sitting here listening and paying attention to kind of the journey that I've been on, and we're about to talk about what you should do in your business, don't put in front of yourself hurdles, reasons why you shouldn't or can't do this. Think to yourself right now, okay, moving forward for the rest of this uh, episode, this video, this audio, whatever you're listening to or watching, I'm going to put my mindset in, how can I be a transition specialist? Go, let's talk about one-to-one video. I, I'm gonna, we're going to circle back to transition specialists. So we're going to do one-to-one video, and then I'm going to – we're, we're going to – it's going to be interesting. All right. So here's my sure. question. You know, I'm the skeptic, right? So are you talking about one-to-one video, all the crappy videos that I get from some peddling sales development rep who writes something on a whiteboard like this and says, hi, Doug, I got something for you. And then they go, instead of sending me a crappy cold email, they're like, hey, Doug, this is Doug. And I want to, are we talking about that as one-to-one video? So unfortunately, there's the good uh, side and the bad side, the, the, right, the light and the dark to everything that you would have in this world. And when I talk about personalized videos, Doug, if somebody uses it the wrong way, it could be that. Um, but it could be the right way. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Should you use a whiteboard to call out somebody's name? Sure. Could you use a chalkboard? Sure. Could I have some letters back here? Sure. Could I use a marquee and put your name back there like I have with Rocket Talk? Sure. Like those are just elements of, and what you're talking about and what that person was doing, although the rest of the video is negative, is something very positive because you're customizing it visually to the person that you're actually talking to. So they know that it is for them. Look, there's this weird thing we do. We got pit my ride. We got bedazzled uh, jackets and, and wallets and purses. Like people like to put their stamp on it, right? They want, they want to know it's theirs. And when you think about customizing this one-to-one video personally, you're literally putting the stamp on Doug or Mike or Billy or Susie, like, hey, this is for you. And that makes them immediately draw their attention into what you're saying. Now, the rest of it, we're going to talk about how you don't screw up and be that stupid sales rep or stupid marketer or stupid service person and lean on what is in it for me versus what's in it for the viewer. So, so let me now ask you about the other side because I 
this would have been probably 10 years ago. Like, I think YouTube existed, but it wasn't really a huge thing yet because I remember in, in talking to my client about this, um, we, we actually had to figure out how to get it so that like a video file could be managed. So, so, so basically I had a client, they were trying to penetrate JCPenney. Ron Johnson had just left, um, had just left Apple as the head of retail. He was the head of, um, he was the head of JCPenney was taking that over. Didn't work out so well for him, but, um, my client had some contacts at the regional level um, and, and, and they were involved in, in, in doing live events and, um, and, and things like that. And so, you know, JCPenney was rolling out this new store within a store concept, blah, 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 blah. And, and he was not getting through. Like he had to, he had to get this message uh, to Johnson and he was doing everything he could to get in front of Johnson. And he's telling me about this. And I said, well, well, why are you waiting to get in front of him? And he's like, well, cause I got to get in front of him to tell him. I said, well, well do this for me. I want, do you, if you had five minutes with him and like, all he said was come in here, you got five minutes, tell me what you got to tell me. And then I'll decide if I ever talk to you again, would you be able to be ready for it? He said, well, if you gave me time to prepare for it. Yeah. I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get in front of a video camera and I want you to give the five minutes and then use all the people that, that are enabling you to get that video in front of them. Um, and I, and I, had done things like that before. And it was like, why are we waiting to give you our, you know, here's what I know about you. Here's this, here's there, you know, um, he got the meeting with Ron Johnson. Um, is that what we're talking about? Absolutely. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I should say, cause it's not unfortunate at all. I don't know why I said that, but oh, well, continuing on, continuing on. Fortunately, it isn't like 10 years ago. Like now it's super simple. Um, the, the hurdles and the barriers have been removed. Like, it's not that you have to, you know, set up a camera and pull the information off a camera and put it on the computer. Like technically, you literally can have a, a Chrome extension that you can hit a button, record the video. It's already in the cloud. You slip it in your email and you're really smart about how you slip it in your email because there's one thing that we like to teach in that course that we were talking about earlier, Doug, where we talk about email video recipes and what should go around those videos, the intro paragraph the add value links, the outro paragraph, so you have the proper call to actions. It is super simple to create a one minute, two minute, five minute video, wrap it around the right text and send it off to those people. <clears throat> and here's the thing, why that was so powerful then, Doug, is the same reason it's so powerful now, is because when you send mere mortals, normal human beings, which by the way is everybody else except for us as marketers and sales reps, they think video is hard, they think video is expensive and they think video is time consuming. That's their perception. Therefore, when they get a video from you, it's like, wow, like they spent the money, the time, and they have the technical know-how to do this. These guys, these ladies are amazing. And so there's a perceived value perception that's happening right now. Now, this won't always be true because marketers ruin everything, it'll get saturated. Even the best of the best will still be difficult like blogging is now or podcasting is now. It's just how, we, how it rolls. But right now, and by the way, 15 to 20% of uh, sales teams are actually doing this, which leaves a whole lot of people that could still be doing this. Um, right now is the time to create great personalized one-to-one -one videos, whether you're prospecting, whether you're educating a lead, whether you're simplifying the complex for customer, like these are the things that you should be doing and video is the way to do it. So what are the keys to doing successful? What are the, what yeah. are the keys to doing it right? Yeah, so we already talked about one, breaking the pattern. So I'm not gonna redo that one. We leaned into another one that I'll talk about right now and that is solving versus selling, right? So it's funny because your story was like the crappy sales guy who was like just in it for him if you can focus on solving their problem, their challenge over selling your product or service, it's going to be a win-win situation. Don't go in and be like, Hey, I got a deal for you. Like it's not an infomercial. Right. And so think about solving over selling. And then the other piece that I want you to kind of bolt onto that solving versus selling is also realize that there's two things that you have to connect two major things that you're trying to do in this video is you're trying to connect the heart, and the mind together. Because people, when they purchase, whether it's B2B or B2C, they do it off of emotion, but they need to know that they've been informed to make that emotional response. And so in your one-to-one -one video, you're gonna solve, 
And while you're solving, you're gonna use math mathematics and statistics to get them there, but you're gonna use storytelling, which is a whole nother like, piece of this that we'll talk about later, to tie in emotional words, uh, aspirations or goals that they're trying to get to, places that you've been fear and struggle and how you're at the top of the mountain versus the valley, things like that that really get them jived up and moving. And so solving over selling and connecting the heart and mind, if you have those as your major focus when you move into creating these personalized one-to-one -one videos that are customized for them, now you're getting into a win-win situation. All right, I'm going to say something controversial. Okay. I love video. Have sure. you noticed, Mike, I always have to do, when I go controversial, I always have to talk about it. I'm going to talk. Yeah, I, I, I only get controversial. But... <laughs> yeah, you, you also have to announce it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get controversial. I, I'm, I'm going to, only, I only complain about what I love. Um, but I think video is so overhyped that it makes me sick. And I think it's a tenth as effective as, as people are talking about it. And, and I'll tell you for two reasons. And I want you to tell me and the audience, how do you not do this? The, the two reasons are, um, there's a lot of what I call gratuitous video. Um, just because you can put it on video doesn't mean you should put it on video. And, and I think what people totally miss about video, um, I hate personally that video in certain places has gotten more popular than blogs. Because if I'm going to watch your video, I have to make a full and total investment. Um, and at most, I can go two times your speed. So I can't find what I want to find. And there's been so much crap out there that I know that you're waiting to the end to tell me. And nine times out of 10, I don't get it. Right. And so you need to understand that, yeah, video is really powerful because the person is all the senses are there. But that's a heavy lift. The second reason is that um, there's just, like, it was better. Email was better when it was harder to send, right? That's why direct mail was better than most emails because you had to pay to send it. So you spent time on what you were sending. Now email is so easy and marketing automation has made it so easy that you put more and more crap out there. So my, my client, because video was so hard back then, spent the time to put together a truly personalized five minutes and send me a, a, a generic email. That's bad. Get me to watch a generic message on video. You're done. A, do you agree with that? B, how do you make sure you don't do that? So Mike, this is why I love Doug. I, I literally love Doug because of this. And Doug, there's so much to unpack there. So, so a couple of things that come to mind. First of all, by saying do video, are we not actually getting them to slow down and not allowing them to deliver a shitty email because it's so easy and people can do, do, do it so quickly? Are we not making them stop and think about what they would put in those videos so that they can be better? That's where I'm going to go there. Now, when, when you start to break down the problem that you have with video, I totally agree, which is why what I'm about to talk about is three other segments that is in the personalized video course. It's rockettalk.com forward slash personal video. That's one word, not selling it to you, just letting you know it's there. So Hannah, we'll get that up on the screen just so you know, here a little note there, because guys, you got to watch it. We're not, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to say it so George doesn't. This thing's, I, I, how long is the video? I forget, how long, are, how long is the video? So I made the course an hour and a half because I wanted people to get in and get out and be able to start creating video. So it, it's a semester college of knowledge in an hour and a half. That's what it is. Yep. Exactly. So here's the thing. Um, you have to start with your videos with the goal in mind. And here's the thing. Why goal in mind is so important is because of two things that you hate. First of all, Doug, you hate when people talk about fluffy crap because fluffy crap never did anybody any good. And usually when you get one of these one-to-one -one videos, there's a whole lot of fluff on the front end and you're like, geez, just get to the point, will you? And so if you have a goal in mind, you know where your starting point is and your finish line is, you know how to run the race. The other thing that happens when you have a goal in mind is people typically on these videos also once they've sold you the thing or said the thing because they're focused on selling versus solving, now they ramble because they don't know how to close the dang thing. Like just close it up, button it up, give them the call to action, let them move on, let them have the rest of their day. So when you start with personalized one-to-one -one videos that have a goal in mind and you cut the fluff and you stop the rambling, now you send Doug videos that he loves 
Now Doug has more value perception towards who you are because you did send him a crappy video. So I want us to think about that. Start with the goal in mind so there's no fluff and there's no rambling. Another piece of this that most of these videos are missing that you get, Doug, is they don't start with a story. They don't have you lean in. They immediately have you lean back as a human being. And if I come onto a one-to-one -one video and I give you a once upon a time scenario, you're gonna lean in. You're gonna be interested. You're gonna hear the case study or the journey or the testimonials of other people who have gone through the same problems you have in a business story way. So I start with my goal in mind. I know the beginning of my video is gonna be a story. I know I'm gonna visualize it uh, you know, in a custom way for you. I'm gonna bedazzle the junk out of that video for you. And then I'm gonna focus on solving versus selling and all the things that we've talked about. You can start to see how these blocks that we're talking about start to fit together and really make a cohesive one-to-one -one video that is like pow, 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 value, 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 uh, nice delivery. Now people are like, God, this is amazing. And, and here's the thing, Doug, one last piece about your kind of why I don't like video. We've always been on video. Always. Since the day we were born, we've been on video. See, these eyeballs that we have, they're cameras. They just happen to be in our, our head. And so what's funny to me is we've never realized that face-to-face -face communication is really one video camera to another video camera processing in a computer and then making decisions on data. And if you think about it that way, and you think about how we're in a digital world, literally, if you look at the camera instead of being tech, as the eyeballs of the consumer, the prospect lead that you're talking to, there's nothing has changed. So if you communicate in an authentic way, in the way that you would as a normal human being, if you're with other normal human beings in real life, you get rid of what is this polished, perfect video that everybody's BS meter goes off the charts to, and you realize that it's unfiltered and it's just, it's real. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for story, customized, authentic, authentic, delivered in a great human way. I feel like I just got a semester's worth of education right there. I, I can't, <laughs> I, I literally can't take notes fast enough. I've got to, this is, this, See, the, this is, the, this the is great. The problem with these episodes, George, is that Mike stops participating in the podcast because he's <laughs> like just I'm here to learn, man. I mean, exactly. what can I say? I was, I always feel bad. I talked to him afterwards. I'm like, hey, dude, I hope it was okay. I know I, I know you didn't. He's like, no, I was taking notes the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I love um, it. So let's talk about bedazzled. Yeah. Because I think people screw that up. Okay. And I think they screw it up in two, re in, in two ways. Yeah. Um, I, I define, so, so bedazzling is part of making it an experience, right? You, you want to make it a, a remarkable experience. And, and, and so I, I've always defined the ultimate client experience um, and the remarkable experiences. This is, all, this is all your customer wants. They want what they want, when they want it, preferably without having to ask, right? And so if you're a Four Seasons customer, like so if you stay at the Four Seasons, the Four Seasons is amazing at anticipating your needs. And they've got all kinds of systems to be able to do it, but they are amazing at, at you know, hand, like they're like Radar O'Reilly from MASH. They're handing you the pencil a second before you're asking for it. Um, but people started talking about Four Seasons as the ultimate experience. And so everyone started trying to be the Four Seasons. And so I actually, you, you were videoing before it was cool. I was blogging before it was cool. Back in 2005, I wrote about how Walmart provides a Four Seasons experience. Now, mind you, I've never been in a Walmart. Walmart's not my gig, right? And the moment I, and what I tell to people is the moment I walk into Walmart, that's when they're in trouble because I'm not their customer. And, and so you'll never confuse Walmart with the Four Seasons, but when Walmart was at its heyday, they, the market that they served, that was the ultimate client experience for them. So we say bedazzled and, and, and you say bedazzled and you are a big personality. You've got, your superheroes there. I've, I've been on your show. You're, now, now here's, here's um, like, so if I tried to do that and, and I saw that and, and that was my bedazzled, 
right? That wouldn't work because that's not me. It works for you because it's you, right? So, that, so that's yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two, and I think you kind of get at this and, and it'll connect to story. Sure. I think we forget that we're solving for the viewer. Yep. And so bedazzled is in the eye of the viewer. And so sometimes it's big mm. and this, and sometimes it's like, you want me, <clears throat> you hit me with the point, then you give me the story. If, if I see a lot of big, I'm like, okay, all hat no, right. And, and I know that there are certain industries that are like that and, 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 and other various things like that. So I think one of the places where we get trapped is we, we hear bedazzled, we hear make the stamp and, and we're always thinking about adding to when sometimes it's actually taking out. Thoughts <clears throat> on that? I, I love that you went this way, Doug, which by the way, just so you understand, you're bedazzled today, just so you know. Uh, this episode brought to you by the letter W, right? Uh, this, this episode brought to you by the color red. Like you're bedazzled in where you're comfortable. Uh, this episode brought to you by the word imagine behind you. So you're bedazzled. You're just bedazzled to what you're comfortable with. I'm bedazzled because I do about 150 shows like with, within a month, a day? right? A well, not a day. But here's the thing. I'm glad that you forced me into this because there's something that I fundamentally learned back when I was doing web dev and design that I carry with me through everything I do. When I talk about uh, bedazzled, when I talk about pimp my ride, um, what I'm talking about is it's the, it's the salt and pepper or the condiments of what you're doing. And let me explain. If I'm at a restaurant and you order a burger and let's say I'm cooking that burger and I just give you a bun and a burger, you're going to be like, what the actual heck happened right here? Like this thing is plain. It doesn't like it's, it's not the burger that I wanted. I like blue cheese on my burger or I like ketchup or I like mayonnaise. Now, if I also sent out a burger and I put, a cup of mustard and a whole salt shaker and you know five pounds of lettuce you'd be like where's the damn burger like it'd be gone because i'd be dazzled it too far what i want everybody to realize the bedazzled part the lower third that slides in the name on a marquee the the use of a whiteboard it has to be the salt and pepper or the condiments the value that you're adding with the words coming out your mouth is the meal it's just to give it that little uh, that makes it juicy and awesome, right? And if you go overboard on that, you're right, Doug. Sometimes, like, I'll watch some of these videos. People send me a video and be like, what do you think? And I'll be like, geez, I couldn't even pay attention to you. What's the whole left side column and the thing flying over your face? Like, that doesn't make sense. So sometimes it is taking away. But having the realization when you're customizing it that it's the salt and pepper or the condiments to the value that is yourself the meal that you're giving of yourself when you're solving for them. So I love, no, I, yeah. I'm with you. No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I thought, I thought you were like, hey, I'm like, I, Mike, Mike, talks. I know that Mike, I Mike talks on the episode. So I love, I love, I, I, I love what you brought up that, you know, brought by W just as a reminder, the nationals are going to the national league championship series. Um, and like, so I do this, I remember the first time I did a video. I remember the, I remember the first time I showed up on a sales call with a baseball jersey. Um, and I was actually a little bit worried because I'm like, okay, wait, maybe I'm pushing it just a little bit too far. But anybody who knows me, like, I don't, you don't go through the first 30 minutes of talking to me where I don't say something about baseball. Right. And so it, it's not just the salt and pepper. It's, it's got to be like the ultimate of authentic. Yes. Yes. And, and, and so here's why I think video is effective. I think video is effective because the camera doesn't lie. Without a doubt. And, and so like, I, like, again, I, I think what you talk about on the technique of video and all those other things, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And, and there's a hundred things that I can learn from it. And I'm, I'm taking notes too. We're recording this so that I can do that. Um, but like the reason that my client's video worked was everybody wants to get into Ron Johnson's office. And 
and so what this video did, and, and by the way, what we know about it is that he watched maybe a minute and a half of the five minutes. It's all he needed. It's all he needed. And, correct. It was, okay, this person's real. There's something there. And he had a take that was like, okay, I'll let him in. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and like, that's 90% of, of the effectiveness of video. Yeah, and see, Doug, that's what I'm talking about when I say it's the closest that we can get to face-to-face -to -face. because you can see the eyes, you can see the face, you can see the micro-actions, you can see the hand movements. You can, you can immediately go, ooh, that dude just, I don't trust him. Or that gal looks awesome and amazing. Like, oh, yeah, like they seem like they're human. Like there's so many um, nonverbal communicative things happening in milliseconds with the human body that video is the only way that you can get that when I'm sending something to Michigan or California or Japan. And you're right, it does come down to Doug being authentic. Like, look, one of the things that I love to do is I love to speak on stages. And if you look at every speaker out there, they got a, a shirt on with a collar, maybe a tie, uh, they got a jacket. And here comes George B. Thomas rocking a t-shirt and some funky ass hair. Like that's not, that's not the picture that people have for a speaker. But if you can become so good that they can't ignore you, it doesn't matter if I wear a Sprocket Talk t-shirt or what my hair looks like. They're like this dude or dudette is mass value for X amount of time. We gotta get him on stage. And so you'll see about a year and a half ago, I shed all the dress shirts in my videos and went to t-shirts and ball caps and my hair because I could communicate in the way that I am as a human being, who I wanna to bring to the world and know that the people who will love me will come my direction and the people that I'm not for, they will go theirs. And that's fine because we're not a good fit for everybody. But video and what we're talking about gives you an ace up your sleeve to be the best you for those one, two, or five minutes that you're trying to get that community to pay attention to you and to get the affinity for you. Because that's where we all need to go as companies. This personalized one-to-one -one video is for brand affinity. Personal brand, then into the business brand. They've got to love us to do business with us. So when you're out there doing videos, hi, my name is Doug Davidoff and I'm the sales representative <laughs> with ABC Co. And I'm very, right. I mean, what George just said is like, like it's really important. If you go back, here's what, here's what one-to-one -one video is to me. This is what I'm hearing. 25 years ago, the key to close business was the on-site tour, the plant tour. Get them to come visit tour the office, this is the dining room. This is, this is a, you know, the dining room, which is really the, like just a crappy conference room where people put their sandwiches, right? This is our conference, right? You know, like, like it was no big deal, but it was just being there, seeing people, seeing that you're human, because yes, everybody, humans like to buy from humans, right? That was the thing, you brought them there. Well, we can't get them there anymore. It's too hard, time is too precious. So if you cannot bring Muhammad to the mountain, you bring the mountain to Muhammad. Preach it, brother. Preach and and it. that means that you've got to have personality. You're like, don't have your hands moving around if your hands don't move around when you talk naturally. But if you're talking to your friend, like you are talking right now, and I am talking right now, the way I talk to my friends when I'm talking about this subject. Right? And Mike isn't talking right now, but as, I mean, to, to George's point, um, I mean, I think, authenticity and, and just be human be who you are is is, is probably the biggest you know which and, which and means guys, embrace embrace your peculiarity embrace yeah. your peculiarity guys it's funny because one of the things i talked about at inbound where i gave this and where the whole idea of this course branched out of one of the things that i talk about is be authentic be yourself um communicate in the way that you communicate and I literally went down a laundry list to help people realize what they need to do is build a compass for what they want to present or be in their videos. And, and I was like, look, it doesn't matter if you want to be educational or soft or flexible or professional. If you want to be charismatic or entertaining or structured, if you want to be loving, strong, nerdy, just be 
you, and I explain to people the reason I communicate the way that I communicate, the reason I do what I do is because my compass is four words. I want to be happy. I want to be helpful. I want to be human. Oh my goodness. Did I just mess up my four words? Are you kidding me? Anyway, like I know my compass. I know that's what I want to be. Happy, helpful, humble, human. I did say all four. Maybe I said three. It doesn't matter. See, I got, a, I got past myself. But the idea is, what is your compass? What are the three or four words that you embrace that you wake up in the morning, you say, this is going to be me. And by the way, hang on just one second, because I'm going to do this. You wake up in the morning, this is who I'm going to be. You go to bed and you judge yourself. Was I that person? And in the middle of that, when you have business videos that you're doing, you're judging yourself on that thing. Look, the reason I can make the videos I make is because it's not like I, two minutes before I start a video, I start to think about being a happy, helpful, humble human. It's because I woke up in the morning thinking about it and I go to bed thinking about it. So when you wake up thinking I did be charismatic professional that's adding value and whatever it is for you, that's who you become. It's not about a mask. It's not about a persona. It's not about, hey, uh, come on and do this. Like there, you don't need that. You don't need that. It's again, this it's is being crazy Eddie. Right. It's about being unpolished. It's about being authentic. It's about being you. And it's about being able to tell a story and add value in a set of ways that sets you. And by the way, because there's one more thing we need to talk about your team up for success. Before we leave this episode, we've got to talk about reverse personalization and how you can use that in your one-to-one -one videos. Um, but I do want to circle back to something. Um, sure. So uh, the, the thing that makes you work. Yep. And to kind of close the loop a little bit, I'm, I'm, I want to get your take on something. And then I want to sure. ask you if you agree with something or not, because I actually am wondering for me. Um, video has gotten easier. And to me, that means the message is more important. So the keyword in a personalized video, the keyword in one-to-one is one-to-one -one. it's personalized so if the only personalization is like marketing automation killed us because we thought if if this says george and this says mike that that's personalized right my my message the camera doesn't lie and the reason that you work so well is you do a four minute video that gives four hours of value yeah. 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 <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> so there's a couple of things here. And, and again, <laughs> real life, uh, you know, Jim Rohn says, if you do what is easy, life will be hard. If you do what is hard, life will be easy. Just put that in your mind. But Doug, I also do want to back up for a second and say, you said video has become easier. Yes and no. no. You said that. Well, okay. I said that anybody can say it. Yes and no. Running becomes easier the more you run. Cooking great meals become easier the more that you cook them. Video becomes easier for those people who choose to create video. Yes, the technical side of it That's is what I meant. easy, right? But the, the part that becomes hard, focusing on if you do what is hard, life will be easy, is you as a human being, the right message, the right mindset, the, like just that is the core of what you've got to focus on. And, and Doug, I love that you say like four hours of value in a four minute video. It's because like I'm doing it for a purpose. I don't care if you go to Sprocket Talk and sign up for free or if you become a paid member. I don't care if you buy one of the courses. I don't care if you come to our group uh, coaching. Would it be great? Yes. Will I add value? Yes, but there's a purpose. And what everybody needs to realize, just like I have a compass of who I wanna be and communicate like, I have this thing that I hold near and dear, my personal brand, the purpose of my personal brand. What, how do I nurture this? How do I make it what, I, what it wants to be? And for me, Doug, the reason that you get four hours and four minutes is because I live, eat, die, breathe. Think about every action that I take. How can I be a catalyst for somebody to be better than they were when they met me. If you're frowning when I meet you, I want you to smile when I walk away. If you don't know how to do something when you watch my video, I want you to be able to do it when I'm gone. Like that's it. The, the revenue will come out of the relationships that's built on that purpose of being the catalyst. I, I so, think so just, what's it for you? 
I, I think you unlock something that's more than just about what successful video is. And I think you sold yourself short. Um, <laughs> okay. And, Do and, tell. And, and, so um, you said, I don't care if you go to Sprocket Talk and join free or join this. Like, that's where you sold yourself short. You don't care if I go to Sprocket Talk. The, see, the thing that's great about your video is you don't care if all I ever do is watch this video. You don't care. Right? Like, if that's all I do, then you have left that person better than they started. Yes. So, so it's not just you don't care if they buy. It's right. like this communication on its own, it might be part of a bigger thing, but this communication on its own has to stand on its own. So if totally nothing agree. ever happens, and, and, and that is about video, that is about email, that is about sales presentations, that's about interviewing for jobs. Yeah. Everything else is a byproduct of what this is, this moment is. And I think you do that phenomenally well. Being in the like, moment. And I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I, I do want you to give everybody a tip though. I, I think that the, I look back at things I did in my life and I think one of the things I did that was the absolute smartest thing I ever did for what I do in business, but I did it with no business intent was I did a radio show in college from my, in my sophomore, junior and senior year. And that meant I was in a radio studio by myself because we didn't have even producers. You were, you managed everything. And I had a two to three hour radio show. Uh, now I played music. It wasn't pure talk show, but I learned how to talk to a wall. Right. And so I love what you said and, and I'm going to use it. We're already on video, right? Like you're already on video, but there is something that once you tell somebody record and, and it doesn't even have to be video, it could just be audio. I have seen the most interesting, passionate people in the world that become the most boring, useless amoebas yeah. once they hit the record button. So how yeah. do you get over that? Yeah. Because it's so not as easy as just do it. Well, so it, no, it's not, but this is fun. I love this conversation because uh, there's actually a psychological reason why this is happening. And Doug, what's fun is when you're a DJ, what you got used to is you got used to hearing your, your voice, the way that other people hear it instead of the way that you hear it. There's literally this phenomenon called the mirror effect. And when you first get people on video, they see themselves for the first time the way that other people truly see them in the world. They hear themselves on video in a way that people have heard them, but they've never heard themselves. Because we always look at ourselves in a mirror, the reverse form. We always hear ourselves in our own head. And so one of the things that I tell people, when you start doing video, it's going to sound weird. Watch yourself. Watch yourself, watch yourself, watch yourself. A, you're getting used to how you look, and you're getting, B, you're getting used to how you sound. But also, as you watch yourself, you're going to self-diagnose. Oh, I could have said this better. Oh, I probably could have maybe moved a little bit more. I don't know why I'm so frozen. You know what? I need to just give it some more energy. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. I literally, to this day, still watch every video I create at least one, if, new, if not two times. Once through the editing, and then once it's finished, I'll watch it. And I, now I'm so comfortable with who I am on the camera and how I sound on the camera, it doesn't bug me anymore. So therefore, the, the, the issue of, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna like how I look or how I sound on camera, never hits me before I step in front of that camera. Here's the other piece. If you're getting in front of a camera and you have the psychological thing of, well, my nose, my ear, my cheek, my chin, like, listen, I'm a 48-year-old fat dude that gets in front of a camera and teaches people about HubSpot. And can I tell you that they never care about that? The only thing they ever care about is the value coming out of my mouth that is helping them be the catalyst to change their life and their business. So don't get caught up on you because the video is not for you. The video is for them. And therefore, just think about how much you can say and do that they're like, I could not live without this guy or gal. So I pay attention to the mirror effect and pay attention to the fact that it's not about you. It's about them. I, I still get hung up sometimes when I see certain videos, especially more when I'm on like live video and on stage. So it's not, um, and I'm like, I look like what? And then I realize I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, that's how I'm seeing, that's how I'm seeing the picture of myself. Cause I, you know, I, and I realize I, even when I'm seeing video of me, I look different than I do to you because of all right. my mental, right? but then I go, well, you know what? We're, what? we're our worst critics. We're our worst critics. And then I go, well, whatever it is, I mean, I, that's how I look. So 
I, I mean, it, it didn't, like it didn't change, right? You know, it, it didn't change anything. So I'm, right. I, 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 I love that. It's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, super interesting perspective, George. And yeah, I can imagine that. I mean, like Doug said at the beginning, I mean, clearly you are, I think grinder is, is, is a perfect, uh, perfect analogy, but like when I look at your videos, when I, when I've studied your courses, et cetera, I can only imagine how much time you spend in the background to really polish those things. And I think that's, a piece that people miss is, hey, I can just jump on a video and, like you said, record a shitty video of, hi, I'm Mike, I'm with ABC Company, and I'd like to sell you something. I feel bad for ABC um, Company because we always pick on them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got three topics that I want to make sure that we cover in, sure. in the time that we have left. So first one sure. is let's talk about reverse personalization. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of people will get in this thing of, well, the video is about me or the video is about me and this lead, this prospect, this customer. And actually, if you're doing one-to-one -one personalized video, right, it's actually about far more than that. So the story that I love to tell about this is if you think about Domino's and their pizza app, right, there's, there's something that happens with this pizza app. You, you're sitting on your recliner, uh, you order the pizza, and all of a sudden you get a ding, ding, Jenny has made your pizza. You're like, yes. And then you get another ding, Jonathan has put your pizza in the oven. All right, man, we're getting there. Ding, Ryan is driving your pizza out to your location. And the whole time you're like, this is amazing. Like, I love this team. Like Jenny, Jonathan, and Ryan are the dopest people I'm about to eat and get my grub on. Now, here's the thing. Why is Domino's doing that? Why are they putting personalization names to processes of making a pizza and getting it to your house? Because what they don't want you to realize is that Jenny is a high schooler who's probably pimply faced and came right from softball practice and she's throwing some random toppings on some dough. And Jonathan, he's probably like, you know, second job, he just got done working at some other thing and now he's trying to make ends meet and he just doesn't give a crap. He's like sliding your junk in the oven, like I hope it cooks all the way. And Ryan is like flying around corners, your pizza's gonna be sloshed up on the side of the box so it's not a great experience. They don't want you to think about that. They want your perception to be that they're a team of people that have your need, the food, and they're going to get it to you. And it's a, it's a beautiful process. Now, here's the thing. Us in business, we'll have people come to us on a daily basis, Doug and Mike. I have somebody come and say, hey, can you help us with web design? Or can you help us with this? Or can you help us with that? Just like you guys get. And of course, the answer is yes. And I could be dumb and be like, yeah, let me get a hold of sales. They can sell you something. Or in my videos, when I return a video back to them, I can be like, by the way, let me go ahead and get a hold of Jackie. I'm going to tie her into this. She's our growth strategist. By the way, she's amazing. She's helped companies just like you in the same process. I'll put her in a link below, right? Her meeting in a link below. Now, what I've done is I've reverse personalized my team. I've reverse personalized the process of what we're about to go through. I've said that Jackie is awesome. They know it like and trust me. I've said Jackie's awesome. Now their perception is Jackie's awesome. Their perception is Jackie's been through this, so she's going to know what to do. And it was all in a couple sentences in a video that instead of saying, let me get sales to sell you something, I painted the picture. I reverse personalized my video for my entire team. And, and I, and I want to emphasize here, I think what the Domino's example, in addition to the story that you talked about and, and, and what you're talking about here is, is it's people buying from people and, and it's people interacting with people. And we, we forget that the whole model of high tech is high tech, high touch. Yep. And, and what George is doing there and what George is talking about with reverse personalization is bringing that personable back into it and he says it doesn't scale but it absolutely freaking scales because yep. it takes a tenth of the time you, you got to deliver the one-to-one -one message anyways right yeah i i actually meant to say something earlier i think that especially at certain points i think video is actually better than face-to-face -face, and i'll tell you why do you know why ron johnson would not let my client in his office He's worried about getting get worried about getting bogged down. Can't get away. Can't get his stuff done. Kinda. He, see, here's the thing that people are worried about, especially on the sales, especially if there's any type of of transaction involved. Here's what they're afraid of. 
if I let you in, I may not be able to get you out. Right? So if I talk to you on the phone and I don't like what you're saying, then I have to be a jerk to either tell you to stop or to hang up on you. But if I don't like the first 30 seconds of your video and I think you're either totally off or then I'm totally safe. You're giving me your best and I'm safe when I see it. Like, you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I love it. I love it. It's funny because what's coming to my mind, Doug, is there should be like another tip in the course of like, don't force your prospect lead or customer to choose to have to be a douchebag to you. Like, yeah. like don't make them make that hard decision of kicking you out the door because it is way easier to hit the stop button or, or to close out the video, right? I love that actually. So, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle. So I, I want to hit on, on being a transition specialist because I, yeah. I think you got a really interesting take on this and, and you talked about it with your teams. Yeah. Um, and there's an aspect where I'm, I get worried about the future. And, and, and the reason I get worried about the future is this whole gig economy um, silliness. Um, you know, if you drive for, no offense to anybody who drives for Uber, nobody, no offense for anybody who drives for, for Lyft, but you are not an independent business person for Uber or Lyft because Uber or Lyft decided it was good for you. You are an independent business person because Uber or Lyft have less responsibility to you. You're, you know, it, it, and, and so there's this whole thing of you need to be your own boss. And, and so some of what you were talking about being a transition specialist, it, 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 what I worry about is it, it plugs into that a little bit. There, there's you, there's me, there, there's Mike. No, I know it doesn't. I want you to, right. yeah. but there, there's you, there's me, there's Mike. We're trying to get on the wave of the next thing, right? Like, like yeah. that's our game. Because if we're not there, then, then but, but we don't work if we don't have an awesome team. Like all that next thing doesn't mean anything until it is. And, and the next thing doesn't exist if the people who are great at managing what is do it. And, mm. and especially in this digital world, we're making all these people who just want to be real. Like, I just want to do good work. And we're almost insulting them. We don't mean to. Right. But we're almost insulting them because we keep talking about the next wave, the next wave. So, so talk about how being like, I'm a member of a team. I'm not setting the course. I don't get to make every decision. And frankly, I don't want to, I'm better when the direction's clear and then I can make magic. How are you a transition specialist there? Yeah. Yeah. So, so man. Okay. So real life, real, real, real life that we're going to talk about here. There's a couple of things, Doug. First of all, I need everybody to realize that I, a long time ago, realized I'm a great number two. I don't really ever want to be a number one, meaning I like to work for Marcus Sheridan at the sales line. I love to work for Remington Bag at Impulse Creative. He is a amazing number one. Him and his wife, Rachel, amazing. I just want to be a number two, which means when I think about being a transition specialist, being a number two gives me one flexibility. I can pivot. I can move. I can spend some time on things that are outside of my typical box. Flexibility. The other thing, second thing that has to be fundamentally in you as a human being is you have to be outrageously curious. Luckily, like Curious George, it's a real thing. I embrace that character. I always want to wake up every day and be Curious George. I want to know why things do things, why things don't do things. And if I do things, what happens? It's like a big game of chess. I literally look at everything in life as chess. I'm going to move a piece. I'm going to see what happens. So having the flexibility and being super curious, like those are two fundamental pieces. Now, Doug, you yourself mentioned fear of the future when you were kind of going into this little piece. And this for me has been the game changer of being able to be a transition specialist. I have the flexibility. I'm super curious. And the third element is there is no such thing as fear. Give me a second. If you think back into your life, you will never find a time that you fear something historically because you have already gone through it. You lived, everything's good, rock and roll. The only time we fear is when it's something in the future. And that is because fear literally equals false evidence appearing real. We have not been there. We have not achieved it. We have not gone through it. We are literally letting tension, excitement, Fear dictate the way that our brain will work in that moment. 
But if you stop and go, there is no such thing as fear. It's false evidence appearing real. Instead of it being fear, it's excitement. How do I channel that excitement? How do I, what they'll say, fail forward, even though I can't fail? How can I learn forward? How can I see if this piece moves and it sticks and not beat yourself up because it didn't and move on to the next thing and all of a sudden that did work? That's where you start to free yourself. So the fact that is you're, you're the flexibility, super curious and not afraid, no fear of failing. It's simply as I move forward, I'm gonna see what I can learn through these situations where I have energy and movement or desire or purpose into a direction. And, and, and so what I'm hearing you say, the, the transition to somebody that, well, I'm just in a role is every role has a next thing. And, and in, in your number two, Remington might be thinking about, okay, well, what's the next thing for creative? Well, you're doing the next thing so he can do the next thing. And, yep. and, and, and that's where it is and, and the curiosity, et cetera. Okay. I here's mean, here's the, the thing, Doug. Here's the thing, Doug. I know, I know we're coming up on time, but way too many people care way too much about what other people that have no significance in their life will think about them. You have to live your life for you. Yeah. You have to make your choices for you. And I'll go back to the beginning. I said, I want everybody who's watching this or listening to this to realize one of the things that is vitally important is that you get into the mindset of being a transition specialist. You have to build in flexibility. You have to be curious. You can't let fear dictate what you're going to do. You simply have to do. You guys call it grinding. I call it hashtag GSD. Get stuff done. Don't pussyfoot around. Hit the damn record button and make your personalized video. Watch the course and know the modules and things that you need to have in it for it to be successful because your wallet will thank you. Your wife or your husband will thank you. Your kids will thank you. Your community will thank you. Hell, the world will thank you because you're adding more value to more businesses. Look, it's just a thing. Just do it. If I could ask you just like one parting piece of advice from coming from somebody that has had an enormous challenge and, and, and I, literally you, you, you've given me so much gold here. What's one piece of advice to get people started into that one-to-one -one kind of personalized messaging? Is it just go do it? Um, obviously start maybe with the Sprocket Talk uh, uh, um, course, but like what's that kind of like one thing again, because I, I, I'm walking away from this and again, listening or, 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 or thinking about it as, hey, that camera, we, we've always walked around and the lenses, you know, are the, you know, we're always having video conversations, one-to-one -one personalized conversations just through the lenses of our eyes. What's, what's the one piece that you would uh, encourage people to think about? Yeah, so, um, and I could say just do it. And, and Mike, yeah. they should, they should just do it. And, and I could say, get over yourself. And they should, they should just get over themselves. Um, I could say, go take the course and it's gonna help you out and, and they can. And you should take the course. Yeah, yeah. But, but to be honest with you, like it comes down to one word used twice. <laughs> and, and, what I'll, and, and I'm really Mike, as I hear you communicate this, I feel like this might be a message for you, but it's a message for everybody that now gets to be at this bar, paying attention to the conversation that we're having. Um, and the word is care. Like care so much, care so much about the person on the other side of the lens that you're willing to do anything, anything, care. Like in here, like care, not sell them shit, care. Be a human being. On the flip side, don't care. Don't care if they ever watch another video. Don't care if they think you have a big nose. Don't care if they, they think that you flubbed up your words. Don't care if you don't think you're going to be the best, right? Care so much that none of that matters. Like it literally comes down to like my, my great grandpa's in the middle of a field, human to human, being real, caring about other humans, trying to solve problems. And by the way, this entire time, I hope everybody realizes that we're not talking about sales, marketing, one-to-one -one personalized videos because it's a, a tactic or a strategy. 
This entire conversation has been wrapped around the caring, the curiosity, the, the flexibility, all of this, the happy, helpful, humble, all of it has been wrapped around that we're just trying to help you communicate, communicate better in a digital world. Love it. I, I want to see what I heard. I'm sorry, I have to say this. Um, I'm, you don't I've have to be sorry. Fan. You don't have to be sorry, but, Doug. You're, it's your show. You can say whatever you want to say I, on I, your show, I, Doug. I keep yeah. You get, like you keep giving great endings, and then I have to like. Uh, um, I, I've always been a fan of the seal motto: "Embrace the suck." Yep. Um, and what I heard you say, which I think is better than just do, is care so much that you're willing to suck at it at first. Oh my God, my first video was the most terrible thing. It was literally me, a photo of me standing against a wall, three HubSpot certifications and a voiceover over a screen share. It was the most atrocious piece of crap video ever made known to man, but it was the best video because it was the first video. And the fifth one sucked, the 10th one sucked, but then you start to get better. Absolutely, Doug, they have to embrace the suck. They have to work through it. The only way that you can get to the top of the mountain is one step at a time, brother. George. By the way, I saved a third good closing for you right there. I'm just going to throw that out there. George, George. <laughs> that's why I said, George, thank you. <laughs>